this week on Socratic Cinema. But when he's making these candles, he doesn't make like non-manly sense. Like he still is trying to cling to that and be like, well, I want to smell like diesel oil or whatever. Yeah, he's still like burlap pine. You don't love me anymore. Go back to him. And so they do. Like she does go back to him. There's no consequences. It's an awful movie. No consequences. Okay, if you're Jehovah's Witness, that's also a red flag. I'm sorry. (laughs) Ho, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another very special episode of Socratic Cinema. My name is Charlie Heatherly. My name is James Delisio. And I'm Casey Clark. And today we are talking about uh, Netflix's latest holiday special, Love Hard. Yeah. Don't really Yay. want to do cheers. No, Casey, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that take. Positive. <laughs> uh, this is like Jimmy Yang's uh, sort of introduction into, I guess, romance, rom-com movies. Yeah. And it is certainly a film. Uh, and before I trash on it too much, I want to make sure that I'm not misrepresenting it. Let's get into some other takes from some of the other hosts. Casey, you seem to be very excited about this movie for uh, God knows what reason. Uh, why? Okay. It, it's a farce. This movie was really <laughs> long. It's a farce. <laughs> she lied. Really two hours long. Okay, I feel like this movie was like, below mid but not like trash like ground level trash it was just like eh, i could have gone without seeing it it's it's by far not like kissing booth two levels of horrible Mm. but sure it's still bad um i i found some parts enjoyable like uh, mostly the grandma oh interesting that you would say that the grandma was pretty funny. Um, I feel like the the acting was really, really stale at most <laughs> most parts. I was very, very uh, uh, the, like the the casting too. Harry Shum Jr. from Glee was well, in. It. Leave him alone. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. He he did what he needed to do. They said you. <laughs> And you're gonna have it. And he 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 came into the writers' room, and he's like, "I will only do it if I get a singing part." And they said, "Whatever <laughs> yeah. you want, Harry Shum Jr." And that's why we have a caroling interlude. Um, well, overall, I mean, I this is the kind of movie that like will be the object of many a drinking game. Um, mm, a, mm. oh, let's get crazy inebriated and watch this like people do with Clifford, like the big red dog. Mm. Like, I feel like it kind of goes into that kind of category of movie that I would never imagine or ask anyone to watch this mm-hmm. sober. Um, mm-hmm. so <laughs> that's my take. I'll give it a three out of a three wow that is biting that is biting uh but i i can i i i can argue for some good parts of it that's that's all that i'm gonna say sure sure okay well i mean james what's your response to this no uh the work of a critic is in many (laughs) ways easy Uh, (laughs) ego love hard had the potential, I will say, Loveheart had the potential 
to be a fun, cheesy rom-com, so bad it's good, Hall, you know, Hallmark-esque film. Uh, it, I think it really had that potential, but it is so bogged down by this like millennial BuzzFeed-esque dialogue and like just out of fashion (laughs) writing that is is just it's very hard to listen to it's very cringeworthy and I hate to use that word um and and I think it's also uh, hampered down by a lot of like we're so young and hip we're gonna throw in crass humor and talk about uh this is a PG show. Um, <laughs> Genitalia. Exactly. No, no squares. Um, culture. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It is It is completely poisoned by that, I will say. <laughs> um, and, and, and I think without that, it could have been just like a, a, a fine, you know, I like brain rot, just watch the movie and like zone out and it's fine and it's good. Um, but instead it was just this very distasteful, bland, eh, it, it made you sad to watch it. I will say for the record, I hated Grandma June. So oh, there. I thought she was fine. So we have represented the three different <laughs> categories. I, I, she, I like, listen, nothing against Grandma June as a person. It's just she to me was one of the biggest her and the friend Kelly or whatever. Oh, were, Kelly were they were like the biggest uh, offenders when it comes to BuzzFeed millennial jokes. Yeah, um, Kelly's an awful friend, by the way. Yeah, Kelly's awful. Also, yeah. period. Typical, you know. What? Yep. Well, she plays into that like, um, like you know the uh, oh, I'm your uh well not necessarily like the like the size difference friend where whoa, like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> no, because that's con it's very common where it's like you have like She's this the, skinny really attractive I know what you mean. size difference like you know like usually bigger uh like sidekick that's always trying to like live and it seems like live vicariously through her but also terrible advice and yeah the ned no, you're you're yeah. you, you're so right. So, all right, you two don't really like the movie, uh, and let me say, I agree. I watched this movie while doing something else, and I think that that's the perfect setting mm. uh, to enjoy this experience in because it's so vapid and so devoid of really any meaning. It has a very muddled message as well. Which, when I'm watching something that like pins itself as a Christmas movie. I really want it to have like a strong, clear message. I don't care if it's cheesy. That's part of the fun if it's cheesy, right? Sure. But when I watched this movie and it had this huge point about identity and being yourself and don't be a catfish. And if you are a catfish, then just be funny enough and maybe you can seduce your or the the person you tricked into liking you. But like it it deals with this idea of accepting your identity, especially as a man to, to not like fit into the traditional like outdoorsy masculine stereotype. But when he's making these candles, he doesn't make like non-manly sense. Like he still is trying to cling to that and be like, well, I want to smell like diesel oil or whatever. Yeah, he's still right? like bur- burlap pine or whatever, you know? Yeah. Burlap pine. And he's like, no self-respecting man would ever want to to like smell lavender. And it's like, I love lavender. I think that's a phenomenal Hell. smell. I like, <laughs> like, why would I want to smell diesel? Why would I do that to myself? Because, like, it, it just, it, it feels so late. 
Like this movie was meant to come out like four years ago. And if it did, it would have been more timely and more fun. But now we're in a much different environment socially. Mm. And it just Mm -hmm. doesn't match the moment at all. And it feels like a product of a time that really like has been passed for a while. James hit it on the head with the with the BuzzFeed thing. I I think what may have happened is like this movie was probably written in like 2016 or something. And then they were trying to get it off the ground and then COVID happened. And now like, you know, maybe they shot the movie and like production wrapped, but then COVID happened and everything kind of shut down. And now we're like, you know, five years later and Netflix is like, (laughs) all right, push, get it out. Yeah. (laughs) It feels unstuck in time. It's a very, yeah, it's very strange. It's a, just barely behind the curve, you know? Like, not so outdated that you're like... Because when something, you know, from the 90s is obviously dated in a in a way that it's... You know that it's old, yeah. and that's sort of, like, part of it. This is just... It's in the uncanny valley of, of being out of fashion, you know? It's, like, just yeah. old enough where you go, this is in poor taste, but not old enough where that becomes part of the charm. So it's a very, Mm -hmm. yeah, very interesting case study. Well, plus, I think we all just try to forget about that, like, BuzzFeed era. (laughs) So, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I remember consuming, like, especially in like middle school, like a whole bunch of BuzzFeed trash, like BuzzFeed and like some other sites that were like exactly, essentially the same thing. And like, I mean, you can get that semi nostalgia from it, but everyone <laughs> hated that. Like, yeah, there's not like, there's, there's yeah. no nostalgia the here for me. Like, we've gotten to the point where like, the, like these last two years, like workers from BuzzFeed and like the BuzzFeed era are like, yeah, BuzzFeed sucks. Like, why would we want? <laughs> we don't want to remember that, it. Like, <laughs> we don't want to remember that. You know. Yeah. But I yeah. definitely agree that you hit the nail on the head with the the lingo. Like, I feel like Netflix suffers from this, like, curse of they never write age groups appropriately. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. Or it's like, no millennial speaks like that, you know? Like, you're just, like, going through Twitter and, like, write that down, write that down. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not, it's just not natural at all. No. And especially when you have, like, uh, like that scene in the in the retirement home where you have all these old people oh, using like God. That, that tested me. That really that really tested me. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. That was awful. Who thought that was a good idea? Like I, this it movie was, is a string of that question over and over again. Yeah. Well, I feel so bad because Jimmy Yang was so fun in Silicon Valley. Did you guys watch that show? By the way, I didn't. Uh, no. But I like so, Jimmy but I Yang. He's, he's a, a he's a good funny person. Yeah, yeah, he's a comedian, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good funny person and I sort of wonder what role he had in the script writing process because Probably this movie not. does not come off like that. Yeah. Uh like at all. You can clearly tell the moments where they just told him like ad-lib a couple jokes and mm-hmm. those are the funniest jokes in the entire movie. Yes. That. Exactly, mm. Charlie. That exactly. Yeah. Like, when you trust your comedians to, like, write and say funny stuff, they will write and say funny stuff. But when yeah. you try and jam it all down with this this dialect that nobody actually speaks, like, like and, and this problem extends to literally every script in Netflix's repertoire. 
like all of them, people don't talk like real people. If if they're ever trying to do anything that's like remotely modern, right? And yeah. and mm-hmm. not and not stylized. It feels very disingenuous. And I think especially uh when there's so many different Christmas movies that are out right now and that you can go and see, I don't get why this is the one that they thought would add to that like genre at all. Even the name is misleading because the name sounds really fun. Like a rom-com mixed with Die Hard, like action, romance, comedy. That's sort of what Die Hard already is, but I'm imagining something that's more like, you know, notebook with guns. That sounds hilarious to me. And I want to see that movie. But yes. yeah, <laughs> this movie also rips its ending off the notebook, like one-to-one clean. Uh, yes, actually, really? I haven't do seen you want to jump to the to the ending? Because I yeah, let's talk about it. I totally agree with you, Charlie, because the notebook let's spoilers for the notebook. So what Go happened ahead. in the notebook is that the main girl is in a relationship engaged with this guy. That's like he's not a bad guy. You know, he's kind of a, a douche, but he's not a bad guy right Mm -hmm. objectively and then she's consistently cheating on him with noah what's his name noah well ryan gosling's character and then Mm -hmm. they the guy's finally like okay like the guy that she's engaged to engaged to be married to him is like okay well you've been cheating on me i know you don't love me anymore go back to him and so they do like she does go back Wild. to him and there's no consequences. It's an awful no movie. No consequences. And that's the exact same thing that I've been thinking about for this movie. Like how in like are you te- are you trying to tell me that the only consequence was like oh no. She had to admit to everyone that she lied. And like literally <laughs> the, yeah. the tag also a man named Tag, are you serious? Anyways, that's beyond that's beyond go off casey i'm loving this he had a great point and they completely gloss over it he's like okay you got catfished catfished and you were hurt and so you went and did the exact same thing to me and no one even she doesn't even sit with that she goes And she's about to leave. And then she has a, like, whatever reconciliation with her boss. And, like, she, they, they never touch on that again. You, we never see Tag again. Which is, like, you know, I don't necessarily want to see him again. But, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. what? It just feels so, like, em- like empty. Like, she should have actually had to sit with that. But literally, it was, like, five minutes later. She's back at the house, like, okay, let's do this love actually thing. Like, wh- what? Uh, yeah, no, it is very uh, devoid of any sort of consequence or weight. Um, Owen, Rip, Owen was like actually kind of a, uh, he was actually like kind of well written because he's unlikable and that's the goal, you know? Like, yes. you don't like Owen or his girlfriend. I think they do a good job at making them like comically douchey. And then they just like, randomly love josh at the end and are like okay maybe i missed something but there was no like sort of reconciliation they just like stopped being awful yeah yeah the entire thing with owen's character yeah the, the, the entire thing with owen's character is that he's like secretly jealous of his brother right right and and they at the end, it's just like, oh, I'm not jealous of you anymore because I ruined your life and that's going to be the resolution to this. Oh, but now you're actually in love with this girl. So now we're very, or I'm very happy for you. Like what? Yeah, not no, of, you're not. 
when when they were sharing a genuine moment, you wanted to crush them and like take over their space. Yeah, every so, single time. Yes, every single time. So. <laughs> Like, because typically when it comes to rom-coms, I judge it based on how angry it makes me. And the more angry and like, I wish that could be, it makes me feel the better the movie is. But in this case, I didn't get any of the second part. I just got like rage-induced fury in the first part. So like, yeah. d don't, don't put yourself through this. It's not like the worst movie on the planet, but it, there's just no value to be gained here from anything like even pure brain rot enjoyment nothing nothing however, is here however there's one redeeming quality no representation nope it is the singer songwriter oh. acoustic cover of read my mind by the killers <laughs> grabbed what? me by my throat and refused to let go where after the christmas party uh when she like reveals the truth and she's all sad and walking home you know what comes on on the corner of main street just trying to keep it in line. <laughs> I, anything but the movie. I adore the killers. All right. So when that came on, for me, it is a 10 out of 10. For me, it is, it is love, love hard. Oh. Film of the year. I mean, oh I, I was doing curls while that was happening. So I don't think I was paying attention. Charlie was getting yoked. I was getting yoked during this thing. I, I've been trying a new regimen over Christmas break where I try and work out once a day. It's going well so far. And this movie gave me enough energy to, uh, to definitely get through that. Okay. Oh, good. Also, okay. Let's talk about our, our two main characters, because I, I just want to touch on that. Nobody is likable in this film. Yeah. No one. Maybe grandma. But I like grandma, Josh. Nah, grandma I would be applying that grandma. social pressure. Like, I, uh, why? Why are you giving a your ring, your ring? Okay. Yeah, that's that's great. Well, and then I was gonna say the dad, but then I remember the dad's a misogynist halfway through the movie. <laughs> he is. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember no, what mom, he? he... The, or, the or go ahead, Casey. I, uh, someone, someone say something. Someone I'm confused. The mom was okay. The mom was okay. I feel like the mom had like limited speaking lines as well. But listen, Josh was fine. Nina was fine. They're both Josh fine. was fine. Josh was fine. He's not like a villain. He's not antagonistic. He's like a fine. He's a fine person. Josh is the villain. Prove me wrong. <laughs> is, Tag is Josh the brother? Listen, no. Josh, no, Josh is the, main is Tag the villain. What listen, are you talking Tag about? Tag is the victim. Ta Listen, okay. Maybe Tag is a bit of he has some red flags going for him, but he, he did not deserve so what happened. He has so many red flags, but he his didn't deserve that. His red flags are that he doesn't celebrate Christmas. And that's that's Yeah, like, that's a huge red flag. Like Yeah. Okay. Not maybe sorry if you celebrate like Hanukkah. Sorry Jewish people. Maybe, yeah. Red flag. <laughs> if you don't celebrate any holiday during the holidays, maybe, that, maybe. that's a red flag. Listen, he reads, he reads Walden, so he's at least a little bit based. Okay, if you're Jehovah's Witness, that's also a red flag. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll alienate our Jehovah's Witness audience right there. I apologize. Oh, the numbers start plummeting. <laughs> no, not oh. all three Jehovah's Witness viewers. Out of our 10 listeners. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're very big in, in that community, just like our media. Oh. <laughs> I just don't like how impulsive Josh was. Like, I feel like he was like all, he was just too, like he, he wasn't a bad character. I just feel like he had these moments where he like got into his man baby thing. I was like, why? I understand that he was like jealous 
and like they were trying to make it seem like oh this is how he's acting when he's jealous but it's like really and then also who in their right mind would just propose to in front of your family no that was some good hijinks i disagree (laughs) i'm saying in this relationship it's a secret relationship right She's Secret over commute. here trying to bag tag and she's <laughs> tag only, it and bag it. Bag it and bag it. Stop, but he's stop. over here with his family and they're trying to keep it low key with his family with the intention of breaking up like after Christmas and she's still trying to hook up with tag. So that's why they're keeping it on the low. So it doesn't make sense. Like it's like how emotionally like un- <laughs> like, I will simply disagree. Disconnected. You have to be. I know it was like a fit of passion, but like, come on, dude. Casey, Casey it's a movie. Casey? No, it's not. <laughs> Casey, this is love hard we're talking about. Yeah, but this is. Okay. No, Casey, I'm with you. So many okay, things in this movie don't actually make sense because, sure, like, no, let's, yeah. let's, let's question the premise first off of her staying. Like, Okay. Yeah, that is the one thing in that your mind does not make sense. In your mind, this guy who James apparently think is fine is is a catfish, right? An awful mm-hmm. human being who has lied right. about like the entirety of everything. James Nev would be on your butt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Who, Nev? Who's Nev? The host of Catfish. Come on, James. Oh, what are we my doing? bad. My bad. But but <laughs> she she gets catfished by this guy. And she thinks that Tag is still the one for her, despite the fact that she wasn't talking to Tag. And the only thing that matches between the two is that Tag still looks hot. So all she has found that she thinks is in this perfect guy is that he's hot. Nothing about his personality. She's just resigned herself to the fact that she's going to go after this guy. I don't get it. Like, just give up and go back to LA. Why would you put yourself in this mess? It's not even a moment of like passion or like uh like just really awful decision making. It's just like she's stone cold sober, like no romantic attachments at all right now, and then she makes that decision. Mm-hmm. What? Why? It does it doesn't make sense. And they were trying to make it seem like, okay, the conversation with her and Josh where he was like, well, you were talking to me. You fell in love with me. You liked me, not him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Slight point. Slight point. I'll give it to. I'll give it to him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You can't say that. Like, okay, y'all had some chemistry. I think also the thing is him and Nina Dopriv no chemistry whatsoever. I didn't know. No chemistry. Uh, No. No. I. I'm not you disagree, James? I'm not going to no, say anything. Come on. I, no, you, I, I, I mean, how am I supposed to? What am I supposed to say, Casey? I'm here to make content and hopefully make someone laugh today. All right, <laughs> all right, Casey. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a job we have to do here. <laughs> a job. James is like got transported to a cubicle. He's like, I'm doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's Christmas. All right, I'm just trying to go home to my family. <laughs> yeah, I love how overtime. So forgive. <laughs> well, and, and James is the one that's the biggest on like getting good Christmas spirit in these movies, and that he's the one that suggested we watch Love Hard, Love Hard. <laughs> instead yeah. of a Hallmark movie. Yeah, this instead by the way, of- no Hallmark this year. It's Love Hard. This is yeah, what you I get. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Uh, listen, listen. 
let me let, let's let's talk about the baby is cold outside um redux okay okay first <laughs> that of was all funny. i like that, that. Was funny it was funny i i did think it was funny i also want to point out that this is another peak example of this would have been funny three years ago it's like we as a culture have yeah. moved on from 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 critiquing baby it's cold outside i feel like it's one of those things where it's sort of become like yeah yeah it's weird if you listen to it and then we all sort of move on with our lives because it's not that big of a deal and we're adults with common sense you know mm-hmm. um uh but it's just it's, it's so it's another one of those things um i remember reading somewhere that like the original song was like this the the man and the woman would would just like perform it at like Christmas parties as like a fun, like cheeky thing. And then they were like, Oh, you should record this. Um, so maybe not the creepiest origin, thankfully, but I, you know, it still sounds rapey. It's sure. It sure does. You know how (laughs) I realized it sounds very, very rapey. I heard it sung by Bill Murray in a very Murray Christmas. No, (laughs) And now I love Bill Murray and I love that special. But him singing that song to like a 30 year old woman and he, he was also making fun of it as they were going, but like it, it really, it, uh, it casts it in a whole different light. Is, is, do they sing it in elf at one point? They did. Uh, are you, are you guys elfers? I'm an elfer. I'm an elfer. I think they sing it. She's like in the shower at the store. Olaf in the Sri Lanka. Sorry. Olaf in the Sri Lanka. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Am I an elfer? Am I an elfer? Spaghetti and maple syrup. What? <laughs> what are you we guys saying? What are the uh, words that are coming out of your mouths? He doesn't know. He doesn't. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Get it? Get it? And the girls that don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, if you know, you know. <laughs> I'm on a different planet right now. What's happened? <laughs> You sort of realize with a movie like Love Hard that there's you can only really talk about it for like 25 minutes and then you're kind of like, all right. But I think my central thesis with Love Hard is is that um, it could have been... Sentence. It, <laughs> in analyzing the text, one deduces that it could have been... It could have been great. Love Hard is a story of missed opportunities. They they could have had a perfect campy little tropey Christmas flick that was cr- cringe but enjoyable, i.e. any Hallmark movie ever. Instead, what we got is a studio mangled, millennial maligned. I oh that was a big that alliteration. Was that was big. Um, it's just oh. a mess. It's a mess. Bars. Love hard, hard to watch. No, not again, <laughs> not again. Um, uh, and and so I'm just. It left me with a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth, and I'm sad because I think Love Hard could have went hard, but it didn't. And now wow. it made me want to die hard. No, wow, wow, <laughs> big bars. Okay, wait. As the resident Die Hard fan. Here he uh, goes. And we just say how stupid this movie's connection to Die Hard is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes really, we can. We can. really aggressively bad. The, so her idea of flirting is disagreeing with people about Die Hard. If that was how you flirt with people, I if, would be like the head of Playboy. So I'm like, doing this wrong, you're saying? If, if someone <laughs> slid, no, if someone slid into my DMs, like let's say I, I had posted something what, about Anastasia. Right, because I am or Prince of Egypt. Then I yeah. would have blocked Very sensitive you. about those movies. And they're like, oh, trash. 
you're getting blocked. Why did you match with me? What? No, <laughs> get out. Yeah. No, it's like I, I said, did I, did I tell you guys my thesis about La La Land? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. <laughs> That's a good thesis. Um, it was. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think uh, you're totally right. I mean, there are so many better names they could have gone. I mean, they could have done the Hallmark route and just name it some alliteration thing like Christmas Catfish or something. Um, like love oh, hard God. just that would have made me not want to watch it. No, if it was named Christmas Catfish, I would have jumped, I would have pounced on that way earlier. Um Yeah, actually it's <laughs> love sounds hard, so bad, it's good. Love hard is such a like it is tangentially related to the movie. It doesn't really mean a whole lot on its own. Mm -hmm. Listen, consider Christmas catfish. Just just think about it. Re you know, I'm, re -release I'm with it. I mean, the Love Actually thing, that worked, I think. I have not seen Love Actually. My mom oh. says it's terrible, though. It is. It's horrible. Love Actually is a it, like movie about several different people being horrible. Yeah, she she like genuinely spoke with malice about it. Like there was it yeah. was not just I don't I mean, care for it. It was like it was I despise it. Exactly how um oh my gosh, now I'm even forgetting her name. Um the main girl character. Oh jeez. Natalie um, was Natalie, yep. Yep. Was talking about where it's like it's just about them falling in love with people and their looks. Oh, you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, you're so right. She has and awful like, movie takes and doesn't listen to herself. Yeah, yeah, wait a minute. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Guess what, Natalie? Right. You're not All coming right. on the Socratic Cinema podcast. I yeah. said it. <laughs> Sorry, I Nina. And what I say goes. I am the law of it's this Charles land of the world. And we're just living in it. Exactly. <laughs> um. Well. Anyway. So uh, we went a little overtime last week, uh, about 20 minutes overtime, which means, you know, the law of equivalent exchange says this one has to be shorter. Um, does anyone, do you, I, I, at the risk of keeping the viewers hostage any longer and keeping us hostage chained to this movie, I think the sooner we all move on from Love Hard, the better. Yeah. Um, does anyone have any, any parting words they'd like to say about Love Hard? Yes. Yeah. Uh, hold on, wait, let me count out how many words it is. I have five words. Are you ready for them? Mm-hmm. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. That is six. No, Die Hard's one word. It's die Dash Hard, I'm pretty sure. I, it might not be. If it's not, then it's six. I but the point <laughs> why are you semantically correcting me on this I point? Uh, what are you doing uh, here? Uh, yes and the law of yes and in comedy, James. You yes, go along and with you're it. wrong. No, <laughs> yes, and you're wrong. No. Um fine. That's my point. Five or six. Take it or leave it. You know, we talked about this last year, and I think it's you guys somehow like put a gun to my head and got me to say that it was a Christmas movie. Yep, we did. I mean, yeah. no, yeah, I, yeah, coercion. Yeah, words. wow, great. We mm -hmm. use our words to break you down and mold you back up. Is it? Is and remember, that? James, we still know where you live. Is yeah. that what happened? Is would it? be if something happened to your plants, buddy? Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 That's yeah. A bit yeah. Listen, mm -hmm. Casey. You know what I've got to say to you? Yeah. What? 
say Thank it. you so much for listening to another episode of the Socratic, Pod- <laughs> Socratic Cinema <laughs> Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, you can find us on our YouTube channel for more content. Feel free to subscribe, like, drop a comment telling us what you thought about Love Hard and what you would name it and whether or not you're ready for the sequel, Die Actually. Um, <laughs> if you're listening Worst on Apple joke. Podcasts, feel free to drop a review and let us know how we can make the show even better. Let us know what you think uh, so we can get our Michelin star. Uh, if you feel like supporting monetarily, tis the season, uh, you, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash Socratic Cinema for as little as $1 a month. You can get access to episodes early. You can ask us questions on the show, vote on what we cover, all sorts of perks. We have a great time over there on the patron. The patrons know. Um, speaking of which, shout out to you guys for making it all happen. You guys are the best. Um, we hope you enjoyed this little mini cast Christmas special edition. Um, have a wonderful holiday season. I hope you're able to um, spend some time with loved ones. We'll be celebrating over here in Socratic land, gearing up for the recordathon. And, dun, 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 and, uh, and we'll see you in the new year, neighbor. Bye-bye. Bye, adios.